today, uh, here on my podcast, I set the scene with a visit to St. Helen's Church, Wittanstead. No, not on this occasion to enjoy a service there, but to join with other local people, give them the chance to meet there and chat. And that is actually the core of the subject of this podcast, because my guest, Jill Barrow, um, enjoys chatting, doesn't she? <laughs> I do. <laughs> and it's not for everyone, but she sure gets people interested, and mm. she is interested in other people sharing their concerns and interests in the heart of that fellowship. Jill, I sometimes have to tear you away from other people. Tell me, isn't chatting to most people what we usually do? Are we all... Sp- so we stick our mouths together and listen. <laughs> it's a natural human thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. But um, I find that, yes, I chat. My husband says, what on earth for? And turns his mind off because it's mere chat. Yeah. And I was listening to the radio yesterday, One Foot in the Grave, Mick, oh, yes. Victor Meldrew That's saying... That's an old one. Yes. Even for us. <laughs> he, it was repeat and he was saying, you women, I don't know why you talk such drivel or whatever. Ooh. Um and I thought, yes, but sometimes, yes, we do talk very lightly, but often when you start talking to people, things go a little bit deeper. Yes. And the other side of chatting is listening. And that is very important, especially at certain times with certain people who are going through different situations mm. in life. Sometimes those people, you might meet them at the church, but they really don't want to talk about it at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you manage to ease them into comfort and being comfortable enough to share a bit of it sometimes? Yes, we have various... I mean, yes, St Helen's Church to me is like a second family. I thoroughly enjoy going there. I feel totally at home there. I have loads of good friends there. I know people that I I would call more acquaintances. Mm -hmm. But, yes, there's lots of opportunities. I do quite a few things there and... uh, Mm. Coffee in the Chancel, like where I met you. Yes, um, that's, that's nice. A, certainly a good place for chatting. Because it's it's just totally there for anybody who wants is passing by or Absolutely. who is part of the church who just wants to come in and yeah. Chat. Oh, it, it's it's just, well the church is a central building in the village and yes. it's open to anyone. You certainly don't have to be going to church just to pop in for a coffee and it's jolly good coffee, I might say, <laughs> barista coffee, <laughs> chocolate and tea, Ooh. very good prices. Very good prices indeed. <laughs> mm. um, as we're talking on that in particular, and somebody said, oh, yes, I live around there. What day does it happen? Or is it date? Or It's Monday and Tuesday, right. and it's 10 until 11.30. Okay. And on a Saturday, it's 10 till I think, 11.30 again. Mm. Um, and it used to be a Wednesday one, actually in the chancel, but couldn't get the staff. So um, it's all voluntary, uh, volunteers doing it, but they've got a, a, a Zoom one on a Wednesday. Right. So... Uh, you gather round on one table. Oh, no, you can have it in your home, I suppose. The yes, Zoom. The Zoom, yes. You just get your own coffee out, biscuit, whatever, and you're on Zoom with it, yes. Mm. I wonder, this is not on our main point, but how far Zoom has changed us in our meeting people, in our church going and things like that. Interesting. Yes, it's been, well, we... St. Helens has been absolutely outstanding in its online services. We've got, again, volunteers within the congregation, some Mm. who have got great tech Mm. um, knowledge and others who have been trained up. And we have it online. So that's been brilliant Mm. throughout. Yes. And also 
during lockdown with funerals and weddings. But I've, I sighed at funerals and during lockdown where you could only have, say, 11 people present, whatever it was. Mm heartbreaking oh yeah but um that again is sort of modern technology that could help along the way Mm. now listening and and talking to others why is it important in life what sort of service do you do by doing that to people you just uh, no i mean you release yourself and your own problems but the others may have to be prized out into telling things um Mm. It's funny because I went out yesterday with the lady because I, with a friend, I run women's uh, St Helen's Fellowship. It used to be Women's Fellowship. We let the men in now, so it's St Helen's Fellowship. That's on a Thursday afternoon, and uh, so that again is is becoming more of a chatting. Um, We it used to be we tried to get someone to talk or do something very specific every week, and that became quite hard work. Yes. So we have now made it into, um, we always start first Thursday of the month with Holy Communion. Um, we have the third week with um, a speaker from outside. And now we've started doing more like coffee in the chancel, having people coming in to chat mm-hmm. to each other, to play board games if they want to. It's mm-hmm. not everyone's cup of tea, but um, they do get a cup of tea and a biscuit as well. But it's a very informal it's, it's terribly Indeed. important for people to come out of their homes, especially after lockdown. Yes. And even for regular churchgoers, there was a time when you went to church, you hardly spoke to somebody and you nodded to God and honoured him and went home. Mm. Mm. Well, this, that was a point. This, this Sunday, there was a lady and, you know, sometimes you think, have you been coming for a long time and I just haven't seen you? And you mm. think, mm. but I think better to say that, you know, sort of yes. a, hello and we introduce ourselves. And she'd, in fact, moved into Four Limes in the village right. just on Wednesday. Oh, how And lovely. she moved into the bungalow <clears throat> of a, a friend of mine who is now no longer with us. But um, it was just nice. We had a long, long chat. And I turned out through chatting that she's uh, um, she was in a previous church. She was a member of the Christian or Church of England Flower Arranging oh, Guild right. or Society, whatever. Oh. So we grabbed her and she's on our flower arranging rotor now. (laughs) So that was through chatting. That's a God connection, isn't it? It really (laughs) is, yes. Have you you got brothers and sisters? I have. I have a brother and a sister. Were you always a a chatterer when you were a child? Were you shy? When you can turn from one to the other? I think I was very shy at the point. Not particularly one thing or other. I think middle of the road, really. Right. But yes. we are very close and we <coughs> phone each other every week. And we sometimes, again, with technology oh. and mobile phones, we, we do a video call. And um, yes, so a lot of chatting. Mm. So at what point did you realise that this is a kind of, oh, sort of gift that God has given to you? Not just me enjoying chatting and knowing everybody's business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <coughs> you might, or perhaps somebody else said, look, this is good. Perhaps you ought to keep good doing this I don't know well are you mm-hmm. official at doing anything in the church like this I was approached years ago if I'd become a bereavement visitor and right. that I did training I did that over in Watford and then I've done obviously more training along the way last year it was Rennie Grove had a session there and that is not so much chatting as listening right total yeah. confidentiality mm, mm. and as 
we this is through the church but the person doesn't have to be from the church it can be anybody who's right. been bereaved and it doesn't have to be a death bereavement either mm. there's lots of different bereavements yeah and it's to go along and offer an ear right. and some people are very grateful that you've approached them but no thank you mm. other people are just so pleased to let it yes. out and yes. it can be again and again we may maybe go for six sessions to with them and um uh, After the, if you've got family, perhaps who, if it is a death, and they've got their own family to deal with, and they're not exactly moved on, but the bereaved person feels a little bit alone and can't keep going over to someone within the family, mm, mm. it's good to have an ear outside the family just to speak it all out, absolutely, over and over if they want to, and that is what I do as well. Unfortunately, the group that was so thriving doing that. Sadly, again, through losing people through death or just getting older, it boiled down to just me in the end. So it's um, slightly just within hearing and, you know, you just lend an ear. Yes. Say I unofficially. think it takes quite a bit of discipline, too, if somebody um, shares something very personal and your eyebrows almost go up, mm. but you've got to keep yourself in, you know, and, and think, right, that's in my private box. Well, the thing is, I say, it's totally confidential. Yes, yes. And what is lovely is seeing people and going to them when they are just so distraught and Mm. so uh, in such a dreadful place Mm. and then seeing them a year or so later as they have developed and you never get over bereavement, but you cope with it and you live with it and you remember good memories and things. Mm. But Mm. I've got... Again, being within the village, you get to know an awful lot of people. And I've met a lot of them along the way. And I've got some of them coming to fellowship, some coming to coffee in the chancel. Mm, right. And it is actually watching that journey. So it's not just the chatting, it's the listening and the interaction. Indeed. And yeah. it's actually amazing to see how people... And I have been through the hell of bereavement, as in death. Your husband or a child? No, it was five. It was. It started off with my mother-in-law, mm. brother-in-law, my mother, my sister-in-law, and then my father-in-law <gasps> in 29 months. Oh, wow. You needed so, somebody to pour yourself out onto. Well, we were organising a wedding at the time, so it wasn't sort of four weddings and a funeral. It was five <laughs> funerals and a wedding. And oh, so, so I, sorry. But there's no, the thing is... As we get older, and I'm not in my first flush of youth, you, you've got all those experiences that you draw on. I've been through it. Yes. Um, you know, I've had a friend whose husband committed suicide. Mm. So I just feel that because I have been with those people along the way, you kind mm. of get, you, you can never say, I know how you feel, because you don't. No. They feel you... how they feel, but you have yes. some sort of empathy. Yes. Yes, indeed. And... So, yeah, I think yeah. the other side of the chat is the listening. It's terribly important. I went out with a lady yesterday. Um, we went out for a cup of tea, and she is so quiet normally and very hard to chat to. But we had a lovely afternoon, and I learned all sorts of things that I wouldn't normally because mm. she's very shy within people, the group. Right. But it was just very, very nice, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was a two-way thing. We just, you know, had a good time. We went to a garden centre, had a cup of tea. Yes. Strolled around the plants. Yes. Lovely. Yes. And I think all that you have experienced yourself is uh, material that kind of God uses to prepare you to mm. help others. I know that um, 
Well, I've been 21 years without my husband now. He died. Um, but he's in heaven. I know that. Yeah. Um, he had a major stroke, but God healed him. And they refused at first to say it was, a, oh, it wasn't a stroke. But on his death certificate, it was a stroke. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, there's, there's comfort when you've been through that. Then there's a friend of mine whose um, husband died. Well, it was COVID as well, but it was more something else because they put him in a COVID ward, right? Mm. Um, that was a few weeks ago. And I, I have a feeling that you just need to ring just to see how they are, what they're doing. Yes. Not to tell them anything or anything, yes. but just, just to, to know you're be there. there. Yes, mm, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And also to talk about the person who has died. Yes. Um, oh, yes. It would have been the anniversary of my friend's birthday this last month. Mm. And rather than sort of ignore it and you'll tippy-toe around, don't say anything, we talk about her. And, you know, mm. it's lovely because, yes, yes, she lived, she was there, she was a person, she was mm. a friend, husband, mm. you know, mm. her husband is still around, we're still good friends. And yes. It's important not to just pretend it's, you know, not there. And no. Sometimes people feel very awkward or embarrassed about whether they're oh. going to upset someone. Yes. But you can upset someone by just passing on the other side of the road. Well, absolutely. And you do find that. Mm. And I found sort of simpering sympathy. But, oh, there was one that my um, uh, late husband's sister and husband came down. But what did she do? She brought out a pile she won't know this or here, she's following this is a long time ago, of, mm. of holiday photographs. Mm. And I wanted to talk about David, and they just wanted to show their holiday photographs. Yeah, uh, not quite sensitive, is it? <laughs> well, perhaps that's all they could cope with, you know. Yes. You know. Again, yes. you have to be open to other people's reactions yes. and yes. never be dogmatic about what's right and wrong, because there is no right that's and true. wrong. Uh, but it's, it's lovely to meet people and... Um, mm. If you start with something trivial or whatever, but then it, it can build up and you gradually get to know people. And in the village at Wheat Hampstead, it, it sounds a bizarre thing to say, but so many ladies have been widowed, have come to the mm -hmm. village to be near their family okay. or in the same sort of area of the family. Mm -hmm. And they've said, what a lovely village it is to be a widow mm -hmm. in. And mm -hmm. because there's so much support, there's so many things to join and do, mm. it's a lovely place Full stop. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been there, and that church is so central, isn't mm. it? And there's walks, and there's there's the shops. Oh, it's a beautiful place. Mm. Um, some villages just a one long road of mm. houses that go into the distance, with perhaps a church at the end. But it's beautifully set up, I think. Yes, I'll tell you what's a pain at the at the minute because. Um, the walkers, which we've got wonderful places to walk, and walkers come, and then there's sort of the car park gets very full. So as a oh. villager, you're trying to pop in just to get something. Oh, but yes. people do come to us. It's a lovely village. Yes, oh, and very scenic, but also full of heart, as you were saying yes. to me. Yes. Um, is uh, is your what you do kind of set down as a position in the church? Yes, Jill nope. Barham does this. No, 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 no. No, no I'm just voluntary. a cog. No, it's all voluntary. <laughs> but there's so many people doing so many things. Um, I mean, I do the cleaning as well. Right. And I tell you, what, I was there cleaning the other month, and um, a lady came in just to sit quietly and pray. So I sort of moved off a little bit to let her have her space. But then, as she was going to leave, I had a just hello chat, you know, mm, church, mm, etc. Mm, and um, it turned out that her daughter has terminal cancer. Mm. And we just started to talk, not for a long time, but mm. just, 
And I said, you know, I, I would pray for her. And she, as she was going out, she just called back her daughter's name. And it's just something that, I say this is talking, This is we call it chat, call it what you like. Mm. But within the village, we do try and open up to people and mm. make sure that there's no one gets left out. Yes. Do you, th- and do you get people who don't um, believe in God at all? Yeah. <laughs> My children. <laughs> I mean, the ones who come and talk always are always when you get older, do you think they're more receptive to seeing that there's a God who loves them? People come into the building, the church as a building to Mm. look around and it's a lovely building in its own right. So, yes, I'm sure some of them come just to see the building. Some perhaps sit down quietly and Mm. meditate or talk, whatever. Mm. But um, no, it's it's just meeting all sorts of people with all sorts of beliefs. Yeah, and it's lovely because it's 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 being you. You didn't sort of write down what is my character. I can do this. I can do that. It's just you mm. bursting out and doing what you want to do. Really, loving people in that way. Well, I like people, but yeah, there's a load of other people out there doing the same thing. Yes, and I mean the the village itself, the community group there does fantastic work, and especially through COVID. And with fellowship, when we couldn't meet through lockdown, right. a lot of our members, their average is sort of 80 to 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. we, we were phoning them up regularly to check everyone was okay. Yeah. But everybody pulled out the stops to help with shopping. And just like so many other places, not yes. just in Wheat yes. Hampstead. Yes. But it was exampled in that um, particularly difficult period we have. Mm. And I'm sure as we move on, hopefully, out of the COVID period, mm. you know, people will still uh, be as you were and remember others that might be on their own or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. No, it's it's I think it's um unless you're quite cold-hearted really, people just like to connect with other people. Um, but yes. then saying that, I love people, I'll chat to anyone anytime and yes. my husband just sort of is more insular. <laughs> <doesn't>. <laughs> I go a walk and I see people with a dog coming towards me. I always have a little chat, yes. you know. Hi, yes. oh, what a lovely dog. If you yeah. smile at people, they smile back on the That's whole, right. unless they're so caught on the back foot, they think, what the heck? That's right. Oh, Jill, Jill Barrow, we wish you all enjoyment and understanding in your skill of bringing out the sometimes hidden thoughts of young and old in this beautiful church and lovely setting, making people think again and perhaps assess where they, sh- they stand. Thank you for creating this podcast with me. Thank you very much. Oh. You search my heart, you speak of love, your arms are always open wide You know my thoughts, my every move And still you love to be beside me Why can I go from your space?